0: Welcome, I am so excited that you are here. So, real quick, I wanna ask you how you keep track of all your stuff for work. Do you write down it on a piece of paper at the beginning of the day, or do you keep everything in email, hoping to kind of look back and if something's waiting on you or you're waiting on someone else to kind of remember it, or maybe you use post-it notes, Uh, you stick them all over your desk and hopefully they don't stay there for months like they, (laughs) do for some of my friends. Well, I'm here to tell you that there is a lot better way than all those cumbersome, not very streamlined methods. And I'm going to teach it to you today. So the three things that we're going to learn today are the three lists you'll need. In today's day and age, we don't need tons of different lists. We just need three because we need to be, we need to have everything out of our communication tools like email. So that can be clear. It just makes a really bad list. Uh, of any kind, and we need to have a list so that it's available and in front of us when we need it. So, when we are going to do a task, or we're we're waiting on somebody and we need to follow up on something, or we're in a meeting, that we need to have the information available to us that we need. So just taught you the three different lists right there, and that's what we're going to go over today. Our next list, or our task list, uh, as it's also called our waiting list. So all the things that we're waiting on from other people so that we can follow up on those when appropriate and then a meeting list for each recurring meeting so that when you have that meeting, you are ready to go to talk about whatever you need to talk about for with those people. So today's episode is broken down into four or five pieces for each list. We're going to talk about each list and what it is. We're going to talk about when to use it, We're going to discuss some examples of what those look like. And lastly, we are going to give you some, I'm going to give you some tips on how to use it to the best of your abilities. And we'll have a bonus tip, a kind of reason why not only is this a great list, but it can put your productivity into overdrive. So without further ado, let's get started. I'm excited. Ain't got time to kill. I got time to fail. I took a red pill. I know life's short, so I want to live real, to All right, so on today's episode, we are going to talk through the three lists. You need to streamline your productivity and what you need to do and follow up on when appropriate. It's going to make your life so much easier and more streamlined. So I'm excited to tell you about it before we get started. I want to let you know about my free gift it is a guide for all of this so you can even download it now as a cheat sheet and reference sheet that as we go throughout the um, time together but it is at timesmith.work forward slash guide and that will give you my power routine that i suggest you use for a daily routine to really um, increase your productivity but on the second page it'll tell you about all three of these lists with examples and talk through them a little bit more in detail as well. So get that free guide, timesmith.work forward slash guide. Okay. So the first list we want to talk about is the next list. I call it the next list because uh, Dave, uh, David Allen of Getting Things Done calls it this, and uh, he has a great productivity system that, he came up with in, I think the eighties or nineties. Um, and it kind of took the world by storm and it's a great productivity system. However, few people can really master it and get it down. And in today's day and age, uh, we can kind of simplify that a lot. So I am simplifying it down for you and giving you something that really works for just anybody day in and day out. So all that to say, I am that's where the word next comes from because it's not a it gives you this idea of what's next for a project. You don't want to use your next list as a project list. You don't want to say, as you might notice, uh, we painted my room this last weekend. And if you're watching on video, you can see it's this dark blue. We're really excited about it. Um, but you want to put on your next list or, your, um, I'll reference it as ta- next list. You might think of it as task list or to-do list, but I'm going to reference it as next list. You want to put it on your next list paint office. That just, if you had a bunch of those on your list or even one, it's just daunting and you skip over it time and time again. How often do we just kind of skip over those big things that we really don't know what to do with? So next action, uh, a next list has the very next thing you need to do. So before any of this started, the very next thing I needed to do was talk with my wife about the different color options and what we were thinking. So instead of paint office, it would be talk with Maureen about paint colors, that would be my next action. And see how much, you can almost breathe a sigh of relief right there, that this is gonna be a lot, it's a lot easier to take in that than paint office. So that's a big tip and uh, something that will get, put you into overdrive, is being able to write a good next action. And I'll get to some examples in a minute. What is on a next list? It should be anything that, takes you 15 minutes or more to do. Uh, if you watched my last episode, you, real, you uh, know that processing email, there's lots of things and chat and inputs in the morning, first thing, um, there's lots of tasks to do that kind of come up from all of that. And if you put every little thing of a task on your list, your task in one day could become 10, 20 things that are all just these small things that you could have just done in the moment. So I recommend doing anything that takes 15 minutes or less when you're processing your email and things, do those tasks as you see the email or as they come up. But the next list is mostly reserved for those things that are 15 minutes or more so that when you get to the work phase of your power routine, um, the W then you can see your next list which we'll talk about next week and work on that one best thing that's next Uh, today we're talking through the open phase forgot to mention that of the power routine the o in power and so we're going to understand each of our lists so that as we open them we know what to do with them so uh, the the next list 15 minutes or more and write the very next thing you don't need to put a big project in there uh, that will be daunting so how often do you look at the next list this is going to be every day so you process everything first that's the p and then when you go to the o phase uh, open you're going every day you're going to look at your next list so that's pretty simple all right so i wanted to give you some examples as well so we have research millennial color preferences for health beverages instead of brand preferences or write report And another one, um, instead of write blog or writing blog, maybe you, that just sounds daunting, you have this word write blog. Instead, you need to think about ideas for what you want to write on. So your next action would be uh, determine topic for next five blog posts. So there you have it. uh, A few examples of things that can be on your next list. Some tips for your next list. Do not, you don't need to write five things at a time for the same project or the same thing that you're trying to accomplish. We're painting this office. Uh, I would just put research, um, color preferences and that would be it. And then once I got done with that and was about to check it off, just add the next thing on there. Like, uh, discuss options with Maureen might be my next task on there or, uh, go by paint samples might be the next sample. What might be the next action. So just go do that and uh, put that on your next list and then check off the last one. Don't put the five or 10 things you need to do in order to paint your office and have it all the way done on your next list at the same time because that'll just be overwhelming and you can't do all of those things. So uh, narrow it down to only the things that you could do at, at the work phase of the power routine and keep that list smaller. Another tip to get you into overdrive is that tip I just gave you of do the very next action and not a daunting project. Use an action verb at the beginning, like uh, research or call or look into whatever it might be. But whatever that very next thing is, brainstorm, whatever that thing might be that you need to do next, uh, use that, maybe use an action verb at the beginning, but, think through what's the very next thing I need to do on this uh, to get whatever I need to accomplish, accomplished. Don't get too um, tied down in this or into the weeds, but you'll get better over time. And as you write your tasks like this on your next list, you'll just see how much easier it is to look at that list and not be daunting and overwhelming. So that's going to get you an overdrive when you get to your work phase and you are excited about the things that you could be doing instead of wondering what this big overwhelming list might mean for you. All right. The next list that we want to talk about is our waiting list. And this is going to be for anything that you're waiting on. You've delegated it. You've sent that email and you're waiting for a response. Anything that you can't necessarily do anything about yourself anymore. You've communicated, you've done the work, you've done whatever it takes. You just need somebody else to do whatever they've agreed to do, or you've asked them to do. This is going to be on, those items are gonna be on your waiting list. So uh, one thing I forgot to mention is uh, just the practical thing of, Robert, what do you think about with these different lists? What app should I use or whatever? I just use um, my reminders app on my phone. Again, this is super simple. You just need uh, any sort of list. It could even just be a note. Um, but what I do recommend to start is that you do this on a piece of paper. Just get a piece of paper out and write next at the top and use that as your next list. I just don't want you to use a digital list that then gets buried and you don't um, get momentum of getting those things done. So use a paper list to start, cross it off. Um, It'll feel really good and you'll have that right in front of you, just the three lists that you need. Um, So it's really as simple as that. So for your waiting list, take out another piece of paper, write waiting at the top and uh, then for each item you're just going to uh, make you're just going to make a note of what you're waiting on so what does that look like Um, i'll get to some examples in a second but basically waiting on so and so for x y or z uh, item so we'll get to some examples in a second Um, so how often do you look at this every tuesday and thursday is what i recommend so just put Anything that you're waiting on while you're processing or after you do a task or something, once that shifts from your responsibility to somebody else's, put that on your waiting list as an item. And then every, you don't need to review this every day because um, if you followed up with everybody on your waiting list every day, you would be a big nuisance. You need to give people a little bit of time to get back to you and to prioritize their own work. Um, I recommend not waiting to just once a week Um, sometimes that's the recommendation is doing this once a week, but I've found that if you wait till, if you just do it once a week and say, um, say you do it on Wednesday and it's Thursday and you put something on your waiting list that feels like a little bit, it needs to be followed up on a little bit sooner than Wednesday, next Wednesday. Um, it just helps to have that in your mind that you're going to look at it on Tuesday. Um, And then again on Thursday. So the second follow-up to, is not going to be two weeks out? It's going to be one week out. Those sorts of things just help you in the moment, feel confident so that you can kind of take, you don't have any stress on yourself to remember anything or, uh, look anything up. Instead, you can just feel confident that you're going to get to it on Tuesday or Thursday. The reason I recommend Tuesday and Thursday is Monday. People are trying to dig out and just start their week. So no reason to really follow up on a bunch of things. On Monday, you can always do that if you'd like, but I found that it feels the least amount, guess feels the kindest and the least annoying if you're following up on Tuesday. And then uh, Friday people are typically trying to get out for the weekend and just finish up the things they wanted to do that week. So no need to bother them on Friday if you can help it. So that leaves Tuesday and Thursday. Alright, some examples for a waiting list. Waiting on Jim to respond. Uh, about quote for Lake Wawasee trip, waiting on Susie for curriculum report, waiting on Maureen's school for allergen list. So as you can see, it kind of just follows this format. I even like to write waiting on, my brain, as I look at it, it just reads waiting on and just understands instead of Maureen's school for allergen list, it just feels like, just takes that extra effort to think, what does that mean? If you just write, I literally write waiting on every time. Waiting on Maureen's school for allergen list just flows and it's easy to comprehend in the moment. So waiting on is the first part, then who you're waiting on, and then for what. And this is just so that on Tuesday or Thursday in the future, you can um, you can easily remember what the thing is. But it doesn't have to be so detailed that it takes a lot of time and effort to write. Just enough to jog your memory the next time you review your waiting list. All right, one thing I forgot to mention with uh, Tuesday and Thursday when you open your list. So during this phase of the power routine, so open, uh, before you start work is when you should just follow up on these items. Like you've already got, during processing, you've already got your email and chat and things open, and now you're looking at your waiting list on Tuesday or Thursday. Go ahead and just follow up now so that all that communication happens all together, and you're not, you can, once you follow up, you can turn off all your uh, notification and communication channels and focus on your work so on tuesday and thursday just go through each line and see if you want to follow up or not so now we're back on the tips Um, we're to the tips section so tips for waiting list each on tuesday and thursday you're going to look at each waiting list item and you're going to you're going to see, should I follow up on this thing or not? So there's some things that yes, I follow up every Tuesday and every Thursday. There's some things I go a couple weeks and I don't follow up on. Uh, so it's up to you to think each with each line, with each item on your waiting list on Tuesday and Thursday, as you look at it, what should I do right now? Should I, has this person gotten back to me? Should I follow up with them? Um, and what should, that, what should I do with each one? So just determine what's best. Should you skip it and wait and not need to follow up? Maybe they got back to you, so now this reminds you, okay, I need to do that next action that's on me now. So maybe you take the item from your waiting list and transfer it to your next list because there's something for you to do now. Whatever it is, uh, try to get just go through and process each one of your waiting list items. But just get this habit going and just make yourself do it every Tuesday and Thursday. I don't, at least myself, I don't like going through my waiting list. It's not a fun activity to figure out each thing on there and follow up on it with the appropriate people or figure out what's next with it. But just make this a habit. Get through every item. Don't procrastinate. Uh, If you could push it off till Thursday, but it's Tuesday and it feels like you could do it today, just do it today. Don't procrastinate this. But if it really does feel like, I just followed up with that person, I don't think I need to follow up again just yet, and you feel comfortable, just uh, skip it for now. And on Thursday, you can look at it again. Another tip, if you do need to get back to something, this is like an emergency, um, you can put it on your calendar or uh, make a, some sort of reminder that will alert you the day of. So maybe it's Thursday and you really need to get this thing out by the end of the week. Put an event on your calendar so that you remember about it. So the waiting list is for those things that you need Tuesday or Thursday but anything that really is urgent and you need to follow up on immediately each day, put that on your calendar. You could also put it on your waiting list just to make sure that, you know, you don't dismiss the notification from your calendar and just get past it and forget about it. So you can put it on your waiting list as well. But if you do need to get back to it sooner, go ahead and use your calendar so that it'll notify you and you can see and make sure that you get back to it in time. So bonus material for the waiting lists, how this is going to help you get into overdrive is um, well, one, it's gonna help you get completely clear in all your email and stuff, instead of like putting stuff there that you might need to check one day. And that's just stressful and overwhelming to try to look back and figure out what everything is. It's right there in front of you. You know everything that you need to follow up on. So bonus overdrive number one is nothing's gonna fall through the cracks. Uh, I have about 75 projects going on at any given time and 99.9% of the time, nothing falls through the cracks. So that's a pretty good rate. Um, I mean, almost everything is going, you're going to be able to keep up on with the waiting list. It's super powerful and super helpful in that way. Another thing that, um, wait, the secret power of the waiting list is that it makes processing in the morning so much quicker. So if you have, if you're waiting on somebody for something and they get back to you an email, And now you're not waiting on them. Now it's on you to do something next, but you know that it can wait till Tuesday or it can wait till whenever you're going to review your waiting list next Tuesday or Thursday. Um, and you're not going to get to it till then anyways, just archive it really quick. So this makes a lot of emailing just really quick. So next time on Tuesday, when you go to look at that list item, your waiting list item that, is no longer waiting on somebody you just move it to your next list and now you can do it and it just makes over time i think this might be kind of an advanced one but it just makes it's like the pro overdrive feature on a video game to just be able to get through your processing your email and your chat super quick and not need to get tied up in uh doing every little detailed thing with each email and chat. You can get through it really quick with the waiting list. Just know that you're gonna to get to it because it's already on your waiting list and once you see it, you'll remember that somebody already got back to you about it. All right, so we are on to our final list. I told you this was simple, I told you it was streamlined and this is going to just simplify your life, take so much stress out of trying to remember a million different things. Uh, so I'm excited for you. So we're on to the meeting list. So what is a meeting list? You could also call it an agenda, but these are, this is a list that you will have for each meeting. Um, so if you have lots of recurring meetings, just make this one piece of paper with a different heading for each recurring meeting. And every time that an email comes in or an idea pops comes to mind, or you're done with a task and you need feedback, whatever it is, where it would be best to discuss that with somebody, go to your meeting list and write it down there. So what are some examples? Agree on budget updates for quarter four, ask Derek for update on Ohio partnership, decide brand colors for beverage line. So just different things that you need to discuss with somebody and whatever meeting that is. So now when you go to that meeting, uh, instead of scrambling to find the information and the different items you might need to discuss or try to remember just off the top of your head, you'll have a list right then and there that you can reference and uh, there's some awesome bonus uh, overdrive things that this does that we'll get to in a second. But first, when do you review your meeting list? So uh, I just recommend that you review it the morning of the meeting. So during the open phase of the power routine um, on Tuesday and Thursday, you're going to look at your waiting lists and go through all of that. And every day you're going to look at your next list uh, just to review it as well the same similar to the next list for a meeting list you're going to look at this every day but only for the the meetings you're going to have so look at your calendar maybe there's no meetings today that are recurring so you just can skip this part or maybe there is a uh, meeting that you need or a few meetings that you have today each one that you have today just look at your uh, meeting list and f- refresh your memory on what you need to discuss and add anything that comes to mind, just prepare for the meeting um, and just look it over. That's really all that you need to do. Bonus and tips. So this, um, let's do tips quick first. So a tip is, um, this is just gonna be similar to your next list and waiting list. It's just an item for each thing that comes to mind that you'd like to discuss. And I gave you some examples. So it's just take out a piece of paper again, write each recurring meeting you have. Maybe you have a recurring meeting with your team maybe with your manager, maybe with your um, subordinates, uh, whoever, maybe different customers that you meet with recurring on a recurring basis, Um, write each one with space in between on a piece of paper so that anytime an email or something that you'd like to discuss comes comes to mind or you're you're thinking about it, you can just write it right there under that heading for that meeting. So it's very similar, just another list that you have. If you have a one-time meeting, say you're doing emails and things back and forth and you need to um, meet on something because it's just going to take some discussion uh, in person and live, then you can make a one, one one-time meeting. But uh, I would just, instead of adding a meeting list or something for it, I would just make a parallel or concurrent meeting event on your calendar and put notes colon and then the meeting title and then inside of it in the description or the notes section of your event just put the the discussion items that you want so it's a kind of like a one-time meeting list but just put it in your calendar uh, for those one-time meetings alright so this is going to kick you into overdrive this is huge Uh, each one of these lists is awesome Um, but when it comes to decreasing your size of your inbox each day. When it comes to streamlining your work, when it comes to uh, just having what you need, a meeting list is huge. Why is it huge? Let me tell you a very quick story. So I'm a customer success manager. I'm responsible for 13 enterprise SaaS customers. And most of those, if not all of them, were not handed to me from implementation. They were handed from another CSM who went on to do other things or have other customers. So all that to say, I got from my team, my same team gave me some accounts. When I got those accounts, email was constant. Everybody, just all the customers, just continuously asked anything on their mind. It was as if there was no recurring meeting. The recurring meetings, status meetings that were set up with each customer were more like, what's going on in your life, in your day, any major red flags, uh, just kind of whatever's on the top of people's minds. Um, instead, email was just constant. But the thing, problem with email is that there's so much of it and it's really hard to communicate in email, especially when you already have a meeting set up that you can go deeper into something. So instead of somebody, a customer asking me what uh, about something and me researching it and then asking them questions then them answering and getting back to me and then me giving them answers, Um, instead of all that back and forth, you could just add a single item on your meeting list to discuss that with them on your next call. Another great thing that this does too is a lot of times, like for me with customers, at least, they'll ask me for something, but if I have time to discuss with them and say, why do you need that thing? Okay, that's helpful to understand. Why do you have that business process? Okay, that's helpful for me to understand. I can go two layers deeper and kind of build up. Okay. Yeah. What you asked for is the best solution given our software, or actually I can recommend a lot better solution. So having meetings and using them for these things can uncover and get to the root of the real things that people need so that you can decide what to do with it. Instead of just them asking you for a report and you giving it back to them, you can, for example, you can ask them why they need a report and say, oh, you could use all this different functionality that would really serve you better and take a lot of uh, manual time off your plate. And so that back and forth helps. I would say that just to do this, you just say, thanks for your email. And a lot of people, they don't necessarily need res- responses right away. They're looking for results. So you've got to decide what type of per- person you want to be. Do you want to give people just responses super quick and be distracted all day? Or do you want to have a system in a process like I'm outlining here and then not give them an immediate response necessarily, but give them a thought out comprehensive result, like a real true thing that does not fall through the cracks that gets a good completion and gives them what they need to the best of your abilities. If you want to be that second, the latter, then um, it's okay to not always answer people's emails right away and it's okay not to give them a full response in email. Instead, a lot of people, they're just emailing you because that's the easiest way for them to communicate. It's on the top of their mind. They don't have these lists, so they um, they just email or they chat or whatever. So just ask, instead of assuming that they need something right away because they asked for it and they didn't give you a timeline, just ask, hey, what does this what does your timeframe look like this? Would we be able to talk about it on our next call that's coming up? Um, I'd like to discuss it more in detail with you there. Something as simple as that, or is this something that you need um, soon or would it be possible for us to discuss this on our next call? Something like that, just asking their timeframe will help to put you at ease that it's okay. And if they say, no, I need it right now, you can deal with it. Um, But for the most part, most of the time, people are going to be fine and with you putting it on that uh, meeting. So that helps. Um, and it also helps with those people that are really hard to get a hold of and get answers back from, uh, they don't answer email and, uh, sometimes answer chat, but maybe it doesn't get the answer you need. So instead of just bugging them all the time and following up a lot, just use a recurring meeting and bring it up with them in person and get to the bottom of things. So back to my story with the customers. Now my customers have transitioned to this, way of thinking, uh, not just always getting any answer right away, but knowing that I'm going to give them a comprehensive, good recommendation, I'm going to do my best for quality. Um, they, they actually keep their own lists a lot of times now, or will say, hey, Robert, can you bring this up on the next status call? Um, so they're kind of, I guess you could say, trained for it, and it works for them. They're totally good with that. Uh, A lot of things that they're working on with me are just kind of initiatives and projects that they'd like to do at some point. So it really works out well. And I would say that this simple method of using meeting lists instead of just answering every email and going back and forth has probably decreased my email by 60 to 70%. So it's huge. The amount of email has gone way down the amount, the like quality and effectiveness of our meetings has gone way up. And the effectiveness of our, my solutions I can give people is way better as well because we're able to dialogue about it. So that will also help you uh, kick it into overdrive with your um, productivity to decrease your email, decrease, decrease that amount of communication. If you already have recurring meetings or would like to set one up, use that and just throw it on a list there instead, bring it up. And uh, that will be super helpful for you and the people that you work with. All right, so quick review. So we've got the three lists, our next list, which we will uh, review every day after processing our email chat and inputs. Um, We will open our lists. We'll look at our next list every day and just review what's on it. That simple Tuesday and Thursday, we will look at our waiting list and look and work through and process each item on there. And then Uh, Every day we will look at our calendar and see what meetings we have that day and just prepare by looking at that meeting list um, that morning and preparing for the meeting ahead of time. And that's all there is to it. Those are the three lists that you need to completely streamline all the things that you do and need. All of the communication that you're waiting on, all of the things you have to do, all of the things you need to discuss with other people. It's all there and already at your fingertips at the right time and email and chat and those sorts of other places are completely clear and uh, not gummed up with all these sorts of things. All right. So don't forget to uh, download my free guide for the power routine. You're going to learn so much about uh, how to get way more done each day with way less time and with a lot less stress as well. So it's all part of the daily routine that I've packaged together in a framework that can help you get through what you need to. Um, And then on that same guide, you'll learn, you'll have a cheat sheet for all these different lists that I talked about, as well as an email processing checklist. So tons of value just right there for you. Um, Free to use. It's at timesmith.work forward slash guide. And I'm excited. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Next week, we will be talking about the work phase of the power routine, actually getting to things on our next list. And how to do that well and effectively. So I'm excited about it. And thank you guys for joining. Have a great rest of your week. Never break, always fight, never quit, the game, win life, have no shame, no time.